1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. My name is Claire O'Shea, and I'm so excited to be joining you for another episode today where I have an amazing guest on the podcast. This week's episode, we have the incredibly talented, driven, and inspirational Jen Dalton. Jen is the owner of Jigsaw Dance Studio, which has five locations situated in Sydney's Northwest Australia. Jen and her team encourage and build self-esteem and make each child feel individual and special while embracing movement, music, coordination and drama. Jen is also the founder and owner of Dance Teacher Central, which offers several programs helping dance entrepreneurs, aspiring teachers and studio owners. She has created several fantastic programs such as her very own Dance Teacher Mastery, as well as how to find, hire and train your team, studio owner mentorships, as well as portfolios dedicated to child safety in the studio, assistant teacher leadership and training and so much more. Jen Dalton's life philosophy is centered around empowering and educating dance teachers to be the best and most effective leaders that they can be, as a result giving them the tools to make a positive impact in each and every life they come into contact with. Having successfully run and owned multiple dance studios for now 25 years with over a thousand students, managing teams of over 30 teachers and staff members at any one time, Jen knows the importance of strategy, planning and continual learning. And after so many years teaching dance and operating studios, Jen can now show you how to streamline your dance studio operations or become the teacher that studio owners want to hire. Jen's amazing mission is to align the dance industry so that they may educate and empower the next generation of dance teachers through united leadership and training. I am super excited to dive into this episode and hear from the wonderful Jen and her knowledge of studio streamlining, planning, and the power of educating dance teachers. We also talk a lot about child safety in dance and how you as a studio owner can implement this at your own business. Let's jump into the show. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. No problems at all. So I read your bio before to our wonderful listeners, but I'm sure the audience would love to hear a little bit more about yourself.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So I started dancing very young. Um, it was always in my blood. And so it was sort of inevitable that that's what I'd go into. Um, however, it was an accidental start, um, which I'm still to this day, very blessed that it happened. But really... It, um, it fell with my passion of kids and teaching and dance so it all sort of gelled together beautifully and I was able to, um, to build and develop at a time where there wasn't the pressure that there is now you know there's the social media pressure and there's this expectation so Thankfully, I was able to build, you know, the studio to get it to the place where it was um, a decent, a decent business. It was earning a great income, um, which then allowed me to, to sort of build it with um, a team and systems and stuff before it was even really a thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then, so to, to get it to that point, and I was still so young, I was still only 21. And what age did you start? So my my first um, student was at thirteen. I was teaching. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So that was in her garage at her house because her mum just asked me to do some extra lessons with her. Um, I was assistant teaching with my auntie who um, was at the studio where I was learning, and then the mum just asked whether I could do some extra classes with her daughter. And, I'm like, yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. And so, yeah, that was 13. And then she then brought two friends along. And so I had three, you know, in this first year. And it was, yeah, it sort of just accidentally happened that way and then just grew. Um, Yeah.
1: That is amazing. Like I started my studio at 19 and I thought that was young. But 13 is probably a new record. I haven't heard that early before. (laughs) Well, I look at my daughter now who's
2: 13 and there's no way – she could really do it now the times the times are different now yeah. um and I'd also done all my exams and you know I was I was done by then so mm-hmm. you know different time different exactly. time Definitely yeah and like
1: for. and like you said it wasn't you didn't like set out to do it so it was just a you know it sort of happened naturally which I think is sometimes you know even you know you learn as you go which is is beautiful in its own way so that's awesome yeah absolutely absolutely And so I know that you worked as a police officer in the child protection and sex crime squad. So what got you interested in making the shift into that field whilst you were running your business and, you know, whilst you also had this love for dance? Yeah, well, like
2: I just said, by 21, it was all set up and running and, you know, and I got to this age, I thought I'm too young to really stop, you know, and sort of cruise along. And so that's why I thought I'm going to jump in and do some more study. And that's when I I started studying the psychology and the communications because I just have always been interested in that. Yeah. And as I'm studying that, I'm like, well, I may as well work towards something bigger. And that's when I joined the police. And I guess I joined um, probably just to help people, I think was my ultimate reason. Uh, Very thankful I did because I then did meet my husband, my now husband um, through the police. But, um, yeah, so I just... I just really studied to, to do something. And that was where it led me after a bit of time doing that. And I had uh, my cousin, she was helping me teach in the studio while I was doing my shift work and
0: mm-hmm.
2: stuff. But I moved, once I'd had my daughter, I moved to um, child protection and sex crimes. And I think I think the underlying reason is just that kids are always, at, you know, the, the base of my thoughts. Mm. Um, that That's purely my care i just want the best for them um and i mean it was was so (laughs) eye-opening i learned so much you know as a 20 25 year old going in i just learned so much there but um amazing what i learned and then i was able to actually come you know bring that across into my other fields
1: yeah amazing (laughs) yeah definitely i can imagine that would be uh, extremely eye-opening but like you said um obviously always had a, a love for, you know, children and, you know, dance and students. So um I guess you were still working in, in, in a very different but related field. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So now I know that, you know, you're not with the police anymore. So what made you decide to switch back to working like as a dance educator and studio owner full time?
2: Yeah, okay. Well, you know, sounds funny, but I was actually doing both full time. Um I was that thankfully
0: is,
1: That is funny.
2: <laughs> I was thankfully on really good hours with the police. Um they were, you know, very kind to me with what they allowed me to do. They were quite flexible with my time so I could fit in that, you know, I'd start really early in the morning so that I could get to classes in the afternoons and um things like that. So and I had, you know, I was 13 years in um to the police and I basically ran out of time.
0: Mm. So
2: and that's where it came to I was still building and running the business because I still was at a point where I was building. And, um, yeah, I just said to my husband one day, I said, I've just, I've literally ran out of time to do both. So where we are right now, we can happily cruise along, but it's certainly not in our nature to cruise yeah. along. Um, and so something had to give. So yeah, it was obviously, it was the police that went because my heart is with, with dance. And so, yeah, that's, that's how that decision happened. And it was honestly the best thing ever.
1: Yeah. And, like you said before, you learn a lot from working with the police, but, you know, was there one main lesson that you learned from working in the field of police work and, you know, have you applied this to, you know, running your business and creating a studio? Is there anything, you know, is there a main lesson or something that you took away from it? Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's quite common sense to me,
2: um, but it's not common sense to a lot of people. So I guess and I, I got an awareness of that um so where, where I always just thought well it makes sense to do it this way but a lot of people don't really see it that so by learning that other people didn't see it then I knew there was this place there was a lack of education mm-hmm. and so then it was you know my responsibility as as the studio owner to then educate my students my parents my teachers which is you know the, the whole other topic in the industry at the moment, but, um, that's what it was for me. So I started this years ago before it even became a big thing. Um, and yeah, so it's always, that would be my biggest lesson, just the awareness of the lack of education. Um, yeah. and so, and I was able to do something about it and I did.
1: So more about, um, education with your team or just education in general within a studio?
2: Um, no, across the board. So with the students, and their parents and the teachers okay. so you know they all needed to be aware so the kids needed to be aware what was okay what wasn't they needed to learn to communicate with me that or me or their teacher you know if things weren't right they needed to speak up um same with the parents if they were feeling i I encourage them to you know give feedback if if they felt something wasn't right you know sort of open those lines of communications and of course with the teachers just make them very aware of um, all the things we you know that we need to to do as teachers now
1: Mm, yeah fantastic Um, in relation to that, so do you have like, what's your best advice to those who already, you know, have a dance business, but are they looking to better plan and streamline possibly in relation to communication or just in general? Because you did talk about how you felt like your business was already sort of streamlined pretty well by the time you were about, you know, 21. So do you have any tips or tricks or what's your best advice to studio owners?
2: Yeah, look, Planning is it to me. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan, you can't move forward um, because you just you can't just keep reacting, you know. If we have to be, as a studio owner, we need to be proactive in our approach to everything if you want to grow, you know, if you're happy just yeah. chasing your tail, then that's fine. But for most of us, we do want a, a lifestyle. We want, you know, we want ease. We want finances coming in. So it's a business. So really planning is is key um i see a lot of people jumping in with huge overheads so instead of starting small and you know working their way through the evolution process that we all need to go through you know they'll hire a a unit and you know deck it out and it's you know you're you're starting at sixty thousand dollars a year before you're even making any income you know
0: Mm,
2: mm. Uh, so definitely start start low and do a lot of, do a lot of the teaching yourself. So don't hire staff. That's another thing I see a lot of, you know, they're just spending money on bringing all these people in, but they're not making the money. So yeah, I think the first part is just really go back and plan. Um, and then be smart, just make smart decisions.
1: Yep. Very, very practical. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we talked before about how, um, you know, you were talking about bringing more education into your studio and for your team members as well as the parents. Now, I have mentioned in your bio that you have created and, and run Dance Teacher Central, which is your education for teacher's program. But for studio owners who maybe don't have that syllabus yet or they're not sure exactly where to start or even how to start training their team members, how do you recommend that they would begin? Okay, so... What I often say to to studio owners who aren't sure
2: where to start is just get a piece of paper and a pen. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I want them to do is, so I want them to think over a 12 month plan and within 12 months, how many times do they want to train? How many times do they want to meet up with their teachers? So for some, it could be weekly, it could be monthly, it could be each term um, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. Once they've then allocated those times, Um, then I want them to work out how they want to meet. So do they want to do it face-to-face? Do they want to do it online through a Zoom call or, um, you know, other options that way? And so work out the best way that's going to suit them and their team. So they may be in different locations. They may be in different suburbs or different states, you know, so they need to work out what's best for them. And then um, make a list of the topics that they want to cover. So that can that can derive from issues that happen throughout the year and they can just make mental notes oh it must talk about that in training or mm-hmm. things like that and then I, I just basically get them to split their topics across evenly across their training times throughout yeah. the year okay uh, and that's really the best way to start
1: yeah well it seems simple but I know um I've been speaking to people who are really nervous about the the aspect I guess and the concept of actually Training their team, and they're not exactly sure where to start. So that's a really sort of simple process, like you said. They decide on the mm-hmm. amount of times, how they want to meet up, and then the topics. But uh, do you have any like if someone who's never trained anyone before, any of their team members, do you have like a, a go-to topic that you think everyone should start with? Uh, my personal favorite is communication, awesome. <laughs> because
2: communication is it is the core foundation of everything that we do. That we do so. Yeah, it's a big topic. Um, It's number one in my meetings, but it is, if if you can get communication, then you're 90% of the way there
1: fantastic tip i love that now i did mention like i said before about dance teacher central and the amazing program that you've created but what made you want to start helping teachers and aspiring studio owners and even you know long long standing studio owners outside of your business and get them to you know start training their own team members yeah um
2: it's funny i mean it seems like a a really natural next step for me yeah um i did my time in the classroom, you know, 20 plus years I was teaching. I still will step in and teach, but I'm now not regularly in the classroom
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: you know, I'm honestly, I, I don't actually miss that either because I really yeah. have found I now have a team of assistant teachers and um, a, a team of senior teachers where I can now basically impart my knowledge into them to give to the kids the same way that I used to. Yeah. Um, And it it also came from having, you know, these dancers coming in wanting to teach Mm. and they were good dancers, but I would watch them in the classroom and they had no idea how to actually teach. Yeah. And so that's why for me, you know, teaching dance, you have to do it beyond the steps. There is so much more um, than teaching. And that's, that's really why I started it. And it sort of, again, it just sort of naturally became what it became from frustration um, and, And seeing that there was a a hole in the education so that's where where it started
1: yeah and I think um like you said frustration is something that I see a lot and I have seen it a lot in the Facebook groups recently with uh you know different obviously different people who are applying to jobs that have zero experience and there is a frustration I think probably on both sides because there is maybe a lack of communication like you said so I think Um, you know not university or even doing a you know a TAFE course or diploma is maybe not for everybody Um, but I think that you know having this program you know accessible for dance teachers to sort of do it by themselves or studio owners to then like train a whole new generation of their assistant teachers that will then grow into senior teachers is is a really you know uh, amazing concept and um, you know not everyone has I guess the time to sort of nut out or even the capability to you know create their own program for their teachers so something that you've created like dance teacher central is I think so beneficial and I use it in my studio and it's it's fantastic and we're even developing it into more of a a weekly course with student teachers this year so that you can do so much with it and I think it's um, so exciting as well
0: yeah, thank you.
2: It's um, I just want to change the mindset, and this is across the globe. I'm going big. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I just don't want people to think of dance teaching as a job. I want mm. them to think of it as a career, or, yes. or their own business. You know, mm-hmm. so I want them to think bigger than I'm just going to work mm. because you know to be as you know to to be a teacher there's so much passion and heart and and love involved in what we do you know it, it there needs to be more than it just being about the money or filling in your timetable and yeah. um you know, and so that's, you know, and that's why the next course I'm um, launching, which is in a couple of weeks, it's, it's a six-week online training, which is it's just fast-tracked, you know. So for those teachers that want to get in the classroom quick, they don't want to sit down and study for 12 months or mm. financially can't do it, at least this is something, you know. It's, yeah. it's better than nothing. So mm. that's, yeah, and so every day it's sort of developing more and more and that's, you know, certainly where my my passion is driven at the moment.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. And I can, I'm excited to hear about your new program. That's fantastic. And like you said, and I think it could just possibly be a language choice, but I do see a lot of that like fill in language, which is uh, getting a lot of studio owners, I think a little bit, not angry, but like sad, I guess, because the, the studio is our baby in a way and we want the most amazing people. But like you said, if you're creating different programs and things that are accessible to a, a wide range of people, then the education can only be, you know, better than just going in being, you know, just a dancer. So yeah. that's, that's amazing. So um, sort of changing gears a little bit, you know, I am a complete sort of geek slash nerd about technology and online tools. So do you have any tools or technology you cannot live without in your dance business or even with Dance Teacher Central?
2: <laughs> um, it's funny you say this. So I sat and thought about this for a bit and and I'm the opposite to the, the tech geek. I <laughs> so need you to come down and help me with that. Um, and what it was for me is basically the support of my, basically my senior management team is I couldn't live without them because mm-hmm together um I couldn't do what I do with the studio I couldn't do what I do by myself yeah I need to bounce ideas off people I've learned to delegate very very well so yes. so thankfully I'm you know able to have a little bit more time now so that I can do my other stuff but yeah. I've had to properly train up and really trust in these you know this support team to to get me to this place. So I absolutely couldn't live without them. I know it's not technology, but That's I guess okay.
1: it's definitely a, a, a tool, I guess training and, you know, having an amazing team. Yep. And then the other thing
2: um, would just be just having the internet now oh. and the continual uh, opportunity for more education and doing courses and doing workshops and learning, because I I'm a learner mm. I have to, um, I I can't get enough. And so yeah, just having that access. I think you know the the newer generation don't know life any different. But for us, or for me, you know, not my generation, but for me, just having that um, that ability is amazing. So I certainly yeah love that.
1: Yeah. The internet definitely has uh, opened up everyone to so much more. And I guess it gives us the ability as business owners as well to really reach a whole new market that we would not have been able to, you know, I would not be at uh, podcasting. That's so like, it's yeah. pretty recent, essentially. Like, you know, it is, it it is it's been around for a little while, but definitely not for decades, obviously. But like it's obviously a different version of radio, but again, internet is, I think the most amazing technology that we have and definitely could not live without internet in my business. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So a question we ask all of our interviewees is can you walk us through a typical day for you or even, or is there a typical day for you?
2: (laughs) Well, no, not really as we know. (laughs) Um, but basically, you know, I try and train in the morning. So I get my exercise done. Um, I've just changed up my training you know, for what I've been doing for, you know... (sighs) ever 25 yeah. years I've now changed that and I'm, I'm doing a different training which is really great
1: can I but, ask what it is is it exciting is it fun or what are you doing oh uh, yeah no it's not that exciting but
2: so I, I was a class girl I love classes going yeah. and doing all the high impact and step and I love the choreography challenge in it where mm. I get to switch off as a teacher yeah but I've actually changed to a weights routine now so training weights in our home gym mm. um, and that was more just um sort of practicing what I'm preaching you know I wasn't things weren't happening the way I was doing it so I had to change the what change what I was doing yeah and you know so it, it's been really good it's been a good lesson for me but anyway back to the question um <laughs> so yeah train in the morning then uh I drop off kids if I need to mm-hmm. to school then I will first thing I'll do business wise is the well my to-do list which has hopefully been done the day before mm-hmm. and they're all the uh, yucky tasks that i don't really want to do um i i do get them done it, first thing in the morning otherwise they just spread over to the next day yeah once they're done i then a couple of hours creating out thankfully studio wise we're pretty planned ahead so basically our next 12 months is done so that's very easy i don't really have to do much day-to-day with that yeah um, so I do have the time to be working on Dance Teacher Central and it, it is creating and it's yeah. you know, learning all the new technology that goes with that. Um, and so I do that until I have to go and pick my kids up from school I'll sometimes pop into the studio in the afternoons um, if I have to drop my kids off or pick them up and then I'll come home, cook dinner and then I will work again for another couple of hours before going to bed.
1: So yeah.
2: pretty boring but that's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I'm just really interested to see, you know, like you said, some people really don't have a regular schedule, but it's just, I always find it interesting to sort of know, I guess the behind the scenes of the person. I've always had a real interest and I think it's like a general interest people have is like, you know, you can see what you can see on like Facebook and social media and websites and things, but it's interesting to sort of see the behind the scenes aspect as well. Yeah. Yeah. True. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> you have talked about dance teacher central a bit and it really is amazing but you know for those who are interested in learning more about dance teacher central can you please tell us a bit more about the program and where can people find further details yeah okay
2: so at the moment we've got the dance teacher mastery project which is for studio owners and that's basically a complete training pack for a studio owner so within that there's They've got senior teacher training, so 12 months worth of um, information and topics, uh, a, a workbook for their teachers as well. Um, then, then we've got assistant teacher training in there. So, again, it's a two-year two training plan for your assistant teachers if you wanted to run that free program. There's a child-safe portfolio. And, yes.
1: Can yeah. you touch on that just maybe a little bit more? Because I think people know that there's meant to be, you know, practices in place, but I don't think that people really have anything in place. And so maybe you could share with us how, you know, how we would use that portfolio within the studio.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. It is, it's a tough one. And I think a lot of studio owners are burying their head cause it's too hard to sort of get your head around, mm. but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, because we are unregulated, you know, yeah. there, there's this risk and it is slowly getting there. Um, and it, but it falls back on our responsibility to have, to have things in place so, you know, we can do the best by our kids. Um, so the child portfolio is basically your commitment that you're giving to your students, to your team, to your parents. It's got to include a child safe policy, um, the codes of conduct, so, and that's across, you know, all your stakeholders, your, your, your kids, your code of conduct for your students, your code of conduct for your teachers, um, you know, people that come visit your studio. Um, also, then your, your training, recruiting, and supervising plan. So, how, as a studio owner, you know, what do you do? How do you train? How do you recruit? How do you supervise? Um, it needs to include risk management, and you know, how to what about handling um, complaints? So, there needs to be a process that anyone can can go through if they need to, you know, make a complaint, um, and also there's you know listening and communicating and your privacy policy you know this this all has to be listed so that if if you got called out you need to be able to say well this is how we handle this this yeah. is you know. and even just read it, you know just reading that back and saying that to you it sounds so overwhelming which you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. And I think possibly that's why people go, oh, and you know, I guess no one wants to think of like, what if the worst happened? Um, yeah. Which I can understand. But I, I, like you said, I do think some people bury their head in the sand, just sort of like, fingers crossed. But that, package that you've created or that module is really you know not it's not easy but it's a it's there for you as a guide and you can then you know know what should be in place to make sure that you're protected and then the things you know steps are in place to make sure that the students are protected as well
2: yeah that's right and that was my idea with putting that together and you know you change it what to what you want and you add and you know, take out whatever you need to, but at least it's a starting point. Um, And so for a lot of studio owners who don't have the time or don't, you know, even to research it or have the understanding, it's certainly somewhere for them to start.
1: Mm, Yeah. And sorry, and then I interrupted you. So after that module, is there anything else in the, in the dance teacher mastery project you want to share about? Uh,
2: No, just finding, hiring, interviewing for, for new team members, So there's just a a training on that as well, which to me, so this is sort of your, again, you call foundations for a studio owner what you need to have set and in place before, you know, if you get this all set, you're ready to go.
1: Yeah. Awesome. That sounds really, really good. Now, talking about that program and then you also mentioned you have a little bit more coming up so mm-hmm. what can the world expect next from you like jigsaw your dance studio as well as dance teacher central you know, do you have any upcoming events or workshops or trainings or anything that people would like to know about or should be aware about um that jigsaw's just going along beautifully we're celebrating our 25th year this year so that's congratulations
2: thank you so we're going to try and get back as many of the old dances as we can they're all having babies now and you know some of their babies are dancing with us which is very exciting amazing so that's a an exciting year ahead um dance teacher central that's to me is just about to take off so um in a couple of weeks i'm launching this six-week online training program which amazing. is for the dance teacher project Um, And so that's ultimately for dance teachers Mm -hmm. or studio owners who might want extra training for their teachers. And it basically goes into the six elements that are required. So when you're in the classroom, you're not just the dancer, you're the communicator, the educator, the technician, the collaborator, you're a leader and a student. So this online is self-paced training, but it's, you know, all video training and workbook so it's it's um, a very good place to start i'm really looking forward to that launch and um then yeah mid-year we've got some exciting things happening with our dance teacher academy so oh yeah yeah so that's all just in the process of being sorted at the moment and um yeah so.
1: that's fantastic so if people want to keep a track of all of those programs that you have coming up and want to see you know new things that you bring to the table where can we find you where can they find you on social media or your website
2: yeah so well yep yeah, definitely on um, facebook and instagram which is dance teacher central uh and our website's danceteachercentral.com. And, yeah, so everything's pretty much updated. If you've got any questions, you can just send me an email at info at danceteachercentral.com.
1: Fantastic. I'm so excited to uh, see what these new programs, you know, what's included and, you know, I'm sure they're going to be amazing. Like I said, I use your Dance Teacher Mastery Program, which is such an amazing uh, sort of structure for me to be able to, you know, create new trainings for my team. And, I, like I said, I've implemented a new student-teacher sort of training program from that this year based off of the modules that you've you know included so I would highly recommend it and if people are really interested in taking that next step I would definitely recommend checking out Dance Teacher Central. Uh, Jen is fantastic as I'm sure you can tell and has a lot of knowledge that she is always willing to share so thank you so much for joining
0: me today Jen I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Be sure to join our free community on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash groups slash business of dance. Come on over and share the love as you dance your way to the business you have always desired. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at